Hi, I'm Katie Marquette, and you're listening to Born of Wonder. And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. Hello and welcome to Born of Wonder. I'm Katie Marquette and on this show we explore anything and everything that inspires wonder and awe in the world. Uh, Happy spring. Uh, It truly is uh, officially spring now as of March 21st and uh, and it feels like it at least here it does. Um, We've got rain showers and flowers and uh, you know things are blooming and we're thinking about how we have to start cutting the grass soon. (laughs) Um, I used to not like spring at all. It sort of felt I don't know, you know, I, I love my cozy winter hobbit hole and didn't want to leave it. Uh, spring was always sort of just sort of muddy and icky in my mind, but um, I really love spring now. I love it because, you know, my first daughter was born in March. Uh, she just turned two, crazy to believe that. Um, and so I have all these sort of very visceral memories of taking her outside and walking around the Forsythia and all these things and the way the birds would be singing. And so I have memories uh, like that. But also now that I have two, little babies uh my love of cold weather has um diminished uh it's i still love it personally if i want to go hiking or something i would love a nice blustery cold uh day you know gray skies maybe even a little drizzle put on my barber jacket or something take the dog go for a hike i would love that but with the two little ones not not happening so so a 60 degree sunny day is such a gift with kids and um we've had quite a few of those so we've been able to get out and about really enjoy the sunshine and and uh it's so joe's at such a fun age you know wants to know the name of, of everything you know so all the flowers and uh yeah so i'm just i'm really excited and enjoying spring um summer st- <laughs> still gonna take me a, a while to come around on that one but i'm going to celebrate and enjoy spring and i hope you do too so recently we celebrated um, some great great feast days, um, one of which uh, was you know heavily referenced in our first episode of the season, St. Patrick's Day, of course. But um, just two days after St. Patrick's Day on March 19th is the Feast of St. Joseph. And St. Joseph is, uh, is amazing. I, I love St. Joseph, uh, foster father of Jesus, husband to Mary, uh, this sort of figure of quiet strength and, um, and steadiness and just trust. There's just so much um, inspiration uh, to be had from St. Joseph. In fact, um, many saints have have, uh, sung his praises uh, as an intercessor and model, um, and St. Teresa of Avila did so quite explicitly when she said, I wish I could persuade everyone to be devoted to the glorious St. Joseph, for I have great experience of the blessings which he can obtain from God. I do not remember that I have ever asked anything of him which he has failed to grant. I am astonished at the great favors which God has bestowed on me through this blessed saint and at the perils from which he has delivered me, both in body and soul. To other saints, the Lord seems to have given grace to help in some of our necessities. 
But my experience is that St. Joseph helps us in them all. Also that the Lord wishes to teach us that as he was himself subject on earth to St. Joseph, so in heaven he now does all that St. Joseph says. This has also been the experience of other persons whom I have advised to commend themselves to the saint. I only request for the love of God, whoever will not believe me will test the truth of what I say, for he will see by experience how great a blessing it is to recommend oneself to this glorious patriarch and to be devout to him. So, wow, quite a testimony there from St. Teresa of Avila. Um, so I myself have a great devotion to St. Joseph. He was one of those saints that um, just sort of came into my life. Um, he, I think I picked him as my saint of the year. I think it was, oh, I want to say uh, 2019 or 2020. And um, I just, I really loved his the the model that he gave for um sacrificial love and loyalty and um just steadiness i just had this just immense uh trust in him and i still do and um i really um took him sort of as as our patron when we were hoping to have a family and uh when we found out that i was pregnant with jojo we learned that her due date was march 18th so just one day shy of the feast of saint joseph and um and uh, josephine she's she is absolutely named for josephine march for joe march uh, of little women but she's also named for saint joseph so um i i know of where i speak in the um in the power of sort of learning about about saint joseph and uh and being inspired by him so i hope that you will be inspired by him today um i wanted to read you an essay that i that i wrote back in 2020 during the initial time of quarantine crazy to think about that, but um, I was sort of looking at St. Joseph as a model of somebody who seemed like he was doing nothing, but was actually doing so much, because we actually never hear uh, St. Joseph say anything um, in in scripture. We don't have any quotes from St. Joseph. There's, I think I saw a really funny, it was like a t-shirt or something that was just like quotes with, um, you know, nothing in them. And it was attributed to St. Joseph. So, so he is, he is a man of action, actually, you know, <laughs> even though we think of him as sort of quiet in the background, sometimes he is, he is, he, we see his faith by his actions. Um, and then I've always been very interested in the role that uh, dreams played in in uh, St. Joseph's life and the conviction they gave him, because of course dreams play a very interesting role in the Bible, often the source of prophetic visions um, and things like that. Uh, so, so it's just very interesting and also interesting to think about the role dreams play in our own lives, because I do think that dreams can be very, very powerful. Of course, they can also be very, very ridiculous or um, stress-oriented or frightening, uh, but I, th- I think we can all think of you know one or two dreams in our lives that sort of had had the air of something different about them that maybe they, they there was something more behind them something they were teaching us and um and i think that sort of trusting in that and um discerning in that we, we can learn a lot from saint joseph in that area as well so i'm going to read you that essay just a short essay but i i hope you uh get a lot out of it Um, And then I'm going to play at the end of this episode just a brief excerpt from this short little podcast I did for my Substack subscribers. I'm calling these little vignettes, these monthly vignettes, um, Born of Wonder Sound Escapes. And they sort of they, they bring together a lot of ideas I've wanted to do for a while. Um, I had this idea when I first started the podcast of doing a series within the podcast called Interviews with the Dead, uh, because I'm just fascinated by the fact that we have 
um, audio of so many writers and poets and things like that and um, uh, online um, on YouTube and just available um, and that we just can hear their voice and learn so much about them through the internet I wanted to feature their their life in their words um, so I, I wanted to do that and I also wanted to really be very conscious of the medium I was using here, an audio medium, and give people a chance to really immerse themselves and get a little lost in some soundscapes um, without sort of being, I, I'm not talking about like radio drama, you know, of like, you know, knock, knock, and you hear a knock, like, um, <laughs> not that, but sort of just uh, evoking feelings and um, sensory details that, that you can that you can hear. Um, through your headphones. I'm sort of picturing you could sit down at the end of the day with a cup of tea or a glass of wine and put on your headphones and sit back and just like close your eyes and be transported a little bit. So that's the idea of these sound escapes. And I think I'm going to be primarily featuring poets and poetry and then having music throughout, um, maybe music I play, but music my husband plays. Um, and of course, uh, things from around the web too. Uh, and then just audio from, I, I in this particular episode, at one point I have audio from a country walk. I have um, Jojo's voice. I have all kinds of things. So I'm going to play you just, I, I feature four poems that I'm going to feature. Um, I'm going to play for you one of the poems um, called In Time. And uh, it's a lovely poem. It's said to be the last poem that Seamus Haney, uh, who was who the featured poet this month, um, is said to be the last poem he wrote, and he wrote it for his granddaughter. And I think it's just it's just lovely. So I hope you enjoy that. And I, I did also share in full this sound escape to my Patreon um, subscribers as well. So I know it's a little confusing that I now have a Substack and a Patreon, and truly, if I could go back in time, I would just start a Substack. But um, now that I have Patreon, I want to honor that, uh, honor the commitment that people made to Patreon, and also Substack, the lowest option they have is $5 a month, and I realize that that's um, steeper than some people want to pay, uh, and a few patrons were like, you know, we still want to support you, um, but, you know, we want to keep it this $2 a month tier, so Patreon allows you to, to do that. Um, so anybody who's become a patron or has been following along with the Substack, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Just a shout out to Substack as a platform. I, I could talk about it all day. If I like something, I will endorse it um, to the nines. And I really do. I love Substack because it has really, really good writing and um, available. And you can scroll and you're scrolling through essays of um, interesting, smart people and you can comment and engage. It's sort of like the best of newspapers and blogs and uh, essay reflections just like all distilled in one place. And I do recommend you download the app. Um, it's much sort of more uh, intuitive to use than just sort of logging onto the browser. Um, so check out Substack. And while you're there, you can look me up, Born of Wonder. Subscribe as a free subscriber. Um, you'll get at least one essay a month, probably more. Um, and uh, and if you want to sign up for the $5 a month, you get at least two essays, again, probably more, and this uh, Born of Wonder Sound Escape once a month. So that's the goal. That's the plan. I always appreciate your feedback. So you can let me know how all this is, uh, how, how all this seems to you. So but uh, without further ado, I'm going to launch into this, uh, this essay here about the dreams of St. Joseph. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Matthew 1.20 
St. Joseph never saw an angel the way Mary did, clear as day with her waking eyes. He never saw the burning bush or heard the thunderous voice of God, I am that I am. St. Joseph only heard God in the quietest of ways. He dreamed of angels. He heard God while he slept. There are four dreams of St. Joseph. In the first, he learns the miraculous nature of Mary's pregnancy and is told not to be afraid to take her as his wife. In the second, he is warned to leave Bethlehem and flee to Egypt. While in Egypt, he has a third dream where he learns that it is safe to return to Israel. Finally, he dreams a fourth dream. He is again warned of danger and travels to Galilee instead of back to Judea. We never hear St. Joseph speak in the Bible, but he is certainly a man of action. With only the certainty of a dream, he leads his small family across deserts and foreign lands to safety. He acts with conviction, though we know he was afraid. Joseph, do not be afraid. We can imagine the scenes we are not told about during the lost years of Jesus' childhood. Hours in the carpentry shop, St. Joseph teaching his young adoptive son about patience, about how to build the things that last, that are strong. We don't know how St. Joseph died, but tradition tells us it was in the arms of Jesus and Mary. He is the patron saint of a good death, and he is a special quiet intercessor for souls in their last hour. I imagine those last moments on earth will seem a bit like a dream. Perhaps this is why St. Joseph is especially fond of finding souls in that state. What do we learn from St. Joseph's dreams? We learn that God can speak perhaps best when we are quiet and passive, when our busy conscious minds are slowed down or turned off completely. God speaks in ways that can seem absurd in the light of day. Perhaps he needs the strangeness of dreams to teach us something about stories, about the truths that lie just beyond the realm of reason. We learn from St. Joseph that we can trust even when we are afraid. We learn that just because someone is silent does not mean they are not, at this very moment, taking courageous actions of great love. St. Joseph, whose feast day is March 19th, is a perfect example and intercessor for moments of quiet trust. A saint whose voice we never heard. A saint who saw angels only while he slept, still and unaware. We live in a loud world. There are many opportunities for deafening conversation but few opportunities for silence and listening. This is a moment to dream. Let angels into those cracks in your consciousness, those absurd gray areas of your mind that only fully hum while you sleep. Let St. Joseph teach us the beauty of quiet, of listening, and let his quiet courage be an example to us all. St. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. St. Joseph, pray for us. So I hope you enjoyed that short little essay there about St. Joseph and his dreams and, uh, and, and that it does inspire you to take some time to, um, to think about your dreams and to uh, allow your mind to be still and quiet and to try to hear um, what's being told to you in those moments. What is, what is the truth that is being told to you and what actions does it provoke? Uh, I, I hope you also enjoyed the um, the guitar playing throughout this episode, uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Thank you, Chris. Uh, he's been playing that song um, in particular uh, for our little Lucy. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. It's such a beautiful song. And it, um, 
it's it's a very dreamlike song, isn't it? So uh, I thought maybe that could transport you a little bit into uh, into those cracks in your consciousness, as I said. So yes, I'm wishing everyone a very happy spring. Things are good. Things are crazy. Two kids are crazy. <laughs> Does everyone know this, that having two children is just insane? Um, I think I got a little smug when Lucy was like a newborn and kind of that lump, you know, where you could just kind of put her in the carrier and walk her around. I'd say, well, you know, I I can chase my two-year-old with this this situation going on. But now Lucy is uh, wonderfully becoming much more, you know, aware and has her own personality and needs and everything like that and uh which is very exciting and so beautiful to watch but it's also um really chaotic trying to honor that and be uh (laughs) attuned to both these little ones so um what but you know now that joe is two i'm officially out of two under two so you know i assume things will only get you know steadier and steadier from here right (laughs) just say that's true even if it's not (laughs) Um, so whatever sort of chaos or peace or wherever you are finding yourself these days, I just, I hope, I hope that, um, this short little episode, um, gave you, gave you something to think about and, uh, just remember, go to St. Joseph. He'll help you out. He definitely will. Um, I wanted to do, you know, a more elaborate episode, but I got to tell you it's nine o'clock at night right now at eight o'clock. I didn't know what I was going to do. So, (laughs) but I wanted to honor the fact that I was getting an episode out. Um, I promise next episode I will, um, you know, hopefully, uh, have more time to devote to it. Um, but I think the point here is that I want to keep podcasting. And if you, again, I'm only going to be doing two episodes a month. So if you want to sort of stay in touch in the meantime and, uh, hopefully, you know, be getting inspiring things from me, hopefully inspiring things, um, be sure to sign up for that Substack. Um, uh, that will be the, the place that I'm spending, spending time getting back to my writing. Uh, so, uh, I hope you enjoy it there as well. As for recommendations, um, I'm going to recommend Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I'm not going to play it because the Beatles are copyrighted <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> but um, I hope you've enjoyed Chris's renditions. We wanted to play it on the piano uh, also, but both babies are asleep, so <laughs> we're not going to mess with that situation. Um, I'm also going to recommend Downton Abbey, uh, which we are rewatching. I'm rewatching for about the sixth time. Chris is watching for the first time. So it's very exciting. I actually have a glass of wine here. Uh, with a Downton Abbey quote that says, you'll you'll find there's never a dull moment in this house. Yes, that's true. Um, and uh, I've just been so enjoying the little barbs from the, the dowager and, uh, and sort of trying to take them into my own vocabulary, you know, so I can say things like, uh, you know, the, the snuff of the wick and um, uh, at the start of the grouse and things like that, that um, you'll only understand if you are a sophisticated upper class um, British person or somebody who uh, watches a lot of British TV. So either way, you know, you're somebody that I want to hang out with. So I'm going to start incorporating those into my vocabulary. So we've been having fun watching that. And uh, yeah, so good music, uh, good TV, you know, just finding ways, uh, finding ways to relax and getting outside into that beautiful spring air as well. So again, I'm going to end this episode with, um, with a little vignette here, a little moment from the Born of Wonder soundscape, which you 
can hear in full when you become a Substack subscriber. Uh, I featured the poetry of Seamus Haney, a wonderfully inspiring poet, uh, Irishman, Ulsterman. Uh, the New Yorker dubbed him a poet of happiness, which is just lovely. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I wish you a great week, month ahead. I will be back soon. This is Katie Marquette and you've been listening to Born of Wonder. Are you dancing on the ground? Are you dancing on the ground? What's on the back? What's on the back? Energy balance outbreak, listening to Bach. I saw you years from now, more years than I'll be allowed. Your toddler wobbles gone, a shore and grown woman. Your bare foot on the floor keeps me in step. The power I first felt come up through our cement floor long ago, palps your soul and heal and earths you here for real. An oratorio would be just the thing for you energy balance outbreak at play for their own sake but for now we foot it lightly in time and silently and here there is something more than just a transient experience it's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. 